listening to Real Conversations and the Brightest Marketing Minds with Jonathan Weiner and Chuck Austin. This is Marketing, Marketing Unscripted. Unscripted. We are back with Deanna Kidd, owner of Nomad Digital Marketing. Deanna, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me here today. Absolutely. Um, first, what do you think of the studio? I like it. I, I like that you have so much space to play in here. Yeah, I mean, you could do so much in here. It's like an, it's like an adult playground totally. for digital marketers. Totally, exactly. with, with awesome equipment. Thank you. Which makes yeah. it even better. I thought that would be the way to kick the show off since you walked in and you go, this is a cool space. Mm-hmm. And Chuck likes it too, who's also a digital marketer. So let's get to the real stuff. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your company. So for the audience out there, give us a snapshot. I know you do a lot of things, but on the digital marketing side and Nomad, talk about your experience, your background, and then your company. Okay. Um, God, where do I start? Uh, I've been doing this for uh, many years. Um, we Basically what we used to be, we used to be a software development shop. And so we would do web applications. And we all know that those have... They're not as popular now, um, but we made a switch in 2000, I want to say it was 2009, where we started moving more and more towards <clears throat> internet marketing. Um, we built websites before that, and we've worked with uh, universities, large uh, billion-dollar companies, down to very small businesses, uh, million dollars. Um, our sweet spot is between, I'd say, between 10 and 25 million uh, but we help a lot of different businesses. Really, our our goal is to create opportunity for ourselves and others. And we happen to use internet marketing and technology to do that. So we do a lot of lead generation for our clients. And so when you asked us to build a website, we're typically going to build lead generation into it. Well, that's good to hear because it, basically that's what most people need in a website, most businesses. But they're thinking of, well, I need this coloring book. Oh, it's going to look so pretty. I'm going to love it. And then what happens next? Mm-hmm. And then typically, do you find that websites should be built with the end in mind? With, yes. You know, this, okay, how are people going to see this? Where are they going to click on this? How is, you know, what's going to be the process of someone coming here for the first time or coming back? Yeah. So I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, okay, what is the first thing you do when you talk to someone about a website? And I said, well, the first thing we do is try to figure out what are you trying to accomplish with it? What, what will that do for the business? What does that look like? Because you spend a lot of time and energy and money figuring out what your online presence is going to be. Let's make sure that that is meaningful for the business. And usually that ends up in a conversation around helping sales or telling the story. Well, why are you telling the story in order to help sales? Okay. So we need to think through who the audience is. What are we going to create for them? What is that experience like? And and what are those interactions? And we like to say no dead ends. So wherever you are on the website, there needs to be a next step. Whether you're reading a blog post or you're on a page learning about services, there's a phone number to call, there's a form to inquire, there's a place to learn more. Gotcha. And so, you know, outside of just building the websites, what are all the other things that you do, you know, on on a monthly basis for clients? So we offer inbound marketing programs. We're really good at building programs. So we offer inbound marketing. There's a lot of components to that. And what we did is we broke that down into services. So you have 
um, search engine optimization that we're really good at, um, content marketing, um, trying to think. The, there's the web design. We do paid advertising when it makes sense. So a lot of times we'll use paid advertising to test for SEO and then um, expand that as it makes sense. It's really based on the audience. So we're going to look at the audience and figure out what's the best way to reach them and build a program around that. And we do have repeatable programs for certain industries where we've gotten really good at that industry. And then we have a program that we roll out and then modify as needed for the particular client and the audience. So when we look at Nomad Digital Marketing and, and um, other digital marketing agencies out there, obviously uh, companies try to, to either niche or they try to um, do something kind of original and unique to mm -hmm. their competitors. What do you think makes you guys unique as a digital marketing agency? I think our focus on transparency is something that a lot of people find unique. Um, it's something that you value after you bought our services but you'll see it from the very beginning. So if you go read our website, you'll see, like, um, for instance, we're all about the numbers. Um, we realize there's other value as well, but we really wanna look at the impact that we have for the business. So for instance, when we're doing SEO, we wanna see uh, do you, how many leads do you get and do those actually turn into business? A lot of SEO companies really are just, you, they drive traffic and they check the box and they're done. And we want to look at, okay, are we driving the right traffic? Is that converting? And is that the type of client that you're really targeting? Um, so that's kind of a unique thing that we do. So, uh, again, I know you, you talked about the size companies mm -hmm. that you've worked uh, with or are working with. Talk about the niches that you're serving as well. Uh, we, we're trying to figure out our niche. I'll be perfectly candid with you. Um, we have a background with specialty chemical manufacturing that is unusual. Um, a lot of people don't tackle that industry. It's, it's hard to write for that, that kind of topic. I mean, how do you make these things sexy? Um, so we've been able to do that successfully. Um, we also have another client that's a senior living client. Um, they're out of Chicago. And we've worked with them. We took the same kind of um, process-driven approach, applied it to the senior living, and were able to drive really great results for them. And they've all these clients stay with us for a long time because we're able to build these programs and create results that are really sustainable. And we basically run the program for them. And then we took that, that same kind of idea of the process, and kind of pared it down for a small business and created a local marketing program. And so that's what we launched last year. We have uh, eight or nine clients on it now that are very pleased with the results. And, you know, we're happy with what we are seeing. Um, and we even apply that to our own website. So a lot of what we do, we test it first and then we try it out. And we can't sell it unless we've tried it out first. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure a lot of people do that. I mean, you see something new. You know, we're approached all the time to resell things for people. But I want to make sure that whatever we offer, we understand the true value of it and the application and how that's going to help someone, specifically salespeople that we work with. When does SEO not make sense for someone? And when I say not make sense, I don't mean organic SEO, but I mean mm -hmm. like paid SEO or SEM. When does that not make sense? You mean like paid search? Yeah. Ah, that's a great question. Um, if it's going to be cost prohibitive, like you, you got to think about what it costs to acquire a customer and what you're willing to spend. And if it's cost prohibitive, 
then it's probably not going to make sense. Or if that's not how your buyer buys, you know, we always have to think about that. Like, how do they buy? Uh, there was a, a company I was looking at recently, and I, my suspicion is that people buy that particular service through referrals primarily. And so would it, it might make sense to do advertising, but you might run it as a test and see, and then, you know, turn it off if it's not running. But if you're looking at like $20, $30, $50 a click in order to get a client, but you don't have a lot of profit in whatever you're, you're selling, then it, it might not make sense. Yeah, let me go back to what you were talking about, you know, dealing with clients and monthly services. It, what is the interaction like? Is there a, this phone call? Or are you talking to them on a quarterly basis? What type of relationship are you maintaining with that client? So we do um, every account that we have, we have a kickoff process. And so that really is designed to create a really close relationship with the client, figure out like how do they like to communicate, um, you know, what's the best way for us to meet. And we'll do a lot of um, interaction up front. And then we will, as we start to get into our cadence, we'll go into monthly or quarterly depending on what that client needs. So for instance, for smaller clients, a lot of times it'll make sense to do quarterly because they're busy running their business. They don't have time to meet. And you know, that's another thing. Like it's, it's really challenging for people to hire agencies if they have to do a lot of the management. And so our team is really geared towards making suggestions, guiding the client, because we don't want to create more work for them. We want to take work off their plate. So are you, is part of that conversation asking them, how many of these leads did you close or how is business? Because how do you get a gauge on that? Uh, that's a real challenge. Um, so there are a lot of silos in businesses. And um, sometimes there's just not a process for them to um, close the loop is what I call it. It's a common marketing term. Um, but what we do is we work with them to find a way for them to be able to close the loop. Um, right, because they could say, well, it's just not working for me or you guys are not doing a good job. And really, where is that? Because there's the, how do you, how do you account for that? You know, where, where's the validation? And something's got to be, part of that relationship is going to be validated past the quantitative. Yeah. I mean, past the qualitative, excuse me. Where's that quantitative data that shows us, hey, this is working? So we might build in uh, a way to capture the names and right. phone numbers and that information and export that and send it over to them in a spreadsheet if this is easier for them. Right. We'll do that and then say, okay, go through this and compare it to, you know, the new clients that you added and just mark on the spreadsheet, you know, which ones are new clients. Right. Or we may have HubSpot in place. We do use HubSpot. And then if they're using that, they can just close the client in there and then we can provide a report. And we've worked with Salesforce before like that. It's a, it's a little challenging, but um, you're able to create reports that way as well. So you really have to kind of customize it to what their environment is like. You know, they may have Salesforce in place, they may have HubSpot, they may have nothing, in which case a lot of times we'll go low tech to, just to make it easy, because I think too often in our industry, it just gets overcomplicated. I mean, we are notorious for anachronisms and complicated softwares and, you know, this new shiny object. And we like to keep it simple because we want to get it done and right. we want it to have meaning. Right, because, so, yeah, there's a lot of shiny objects. Yeah, mean, because you hear yeah. people, business owners, well, I went to this conference, I heard this person speak, my buddy 
Sally or Joe over here said this, and I read this the other day, and which is perfectly valid. Yeah. It's kind of like you got to look for that stuff. It is. You have to look at it, but a little bit of it's marketing pornography, I think. You know, like they just want to look at it, the new <laughs> idea, the new shiny object every day, and eventually it just rots your brain because you have to have somebody like yourself, an agency that, and we just had a conversation right before this. You have to have someone as your coach. Mm. And, you know, if you have decided to pay us all this money to bring results to you, then you need to listen to what we have to say. Yeah, and, and, we're and I don't to usually have a problem with that. Yeah, that's good. You've yeah. got the right clients. Yeah, yeah. We've got clients uh, that, you know, they're wanting to expand. They're wanting to learn. They understand the, the space that we come from. You know, we're not manipulating numbers. That's another thing that I see in our industry where, you know, our, your Facebook following grew by 200%. And it's like, well, if you had zero and you added a few people, yeah, I mean, percentages lie. Right. And I, we don't we don't want to lie like that. Is we want real, it to be is, transparent. Yeah, it's an easy number to follow. At the end of the day, does your bottom line increase yeah. or decrease? It's yeah. Everything else is. is and you know yeah. if that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even if you don't have, you know, it's, it's not all buttoned up and you have, you know, all the names crossed off on that spreadsheet that I mentioned earlier. You know if it's happening. So and there's also value in just getting more visibility for your business. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I like to look at that as the, the long game. Mm-hmm. And then the short game sometimes is how do we, how do we get a sale? How do we get, um, you know, how do we get in the game? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do want to ask you a couple of things. One is, because mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of, I think your clients are similar to mine. Mm-hmm. They're, they're business owners and marketing executives uh, for firms. And uh, sometimes they're, they're big, medium, large brands with small teams. And then they have to work with people like you and me as, as uh, preferred vendors or Chuck. And their goal is to drive the marketing efforts so that sales gets inbound calls, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm curious, if you're doing everything right in your agency, but they're not converting, at some point, you could be driving a lot of inbound traffic, a lot of leads in, but their sales process, their sales people their sales, whatever, is not converting. It's, it's no longer, I don't want to say it's not your problem, but you got, you got the phone to ring or the form to be filled out, but they can't close. Mm-hmm. How hard is that conversation with a client? I, because of the way we set up the relationship, it's not a very difficult conversation. The conversation we normally have in that case, and I've, I've done this before, where you know there's obviously a sales problem. And typically we're working with leaders that they just want to know what the answer is. They, there's not a lot of ego there, if you will. Um, and so we can talk about, okay, where is the breakdown happening? The leads are coming in, they're being handed off, you know, what's going on with sales. Salespeople are usually, they want to win too. And so as long as you can get everybody on board and really look at what the problem is, now it might be a conversation of do we need um, sales support in some other way? Do we need sales training? Um, And so we have partnerships with sales trainers and sales consultants that can come in and help uh, the sales team or take a look at the sales process. You know, maybe it's targeting. You know, maybe what we're targeting that, that was the plan is not aligning with where the market is going. And I mean, I've seen that happen before. And so you need someone that can come in and consult on sales and explore new markets. And so that's a different kind of consultant. But we have those relationships that we can bring to bear. 
I wanted to ask you too with with Nomad Digital Marketing. Um, this is always the million dollar question. Mm-hmm. So you're servicing your clients' needs. You're always thinking of innovative innovative ways to to bring in uh, new business for them. What are you doing for your brand weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly to get new business? What's working for you? What's not working for you? That's an excellent question. So we have, um, when we started inbound marketing, like I said, we do it for ourselves first. And we started doing that in 2011, 2012. So we started building up our library of content. And over time, we built that such that it brings in, you know, a combination of um, SEO and content creation and thought leadership online. That brings in leads for us. And then we also do events. Uh, we're a Google partner. Uh, we're a HubSpot partner. So we sometimes do events that are educational, and that can bring in leads for us. And more recently, I've actually started a, um, you know, we're just continuing to try new things. So I'm starting... I started this um, campaign last month, and it's a combination of, believe it or not, direct mail um, with, uh, you know, content that's going to engage. And I've actually, I can see when people go and watch the video and, you know, go engage with the content and then make calls and then send follow-up emails. So we're running that right now and learning from that. And based on that, I may have a new program later to offer to clients. So... Just continuing to try new stuff. I like it. You're eating your own cooking. Absolutely. So yeah. I, I just have one more question for mm-hmm. you. It's, it's, um, it's more heavy-handed on the video side because that's what we do. Yeah. But I'm curious to know um, how, how has video worked for your brand, your client's brand? Are you uh, consulting with them on that? Are you, are you a fan? Are you a believer that it converts? That, those kind of things. I'm a your- fan. I'm a believer that it works. Here, here's why. Because people learn in a lot of different ways. And so we, you know, not everyone likes to read. I, I love to listen to audible books, but I don't like to read very long things online. Um, and so I, th- I think video is very, very powerful. Plus it communicates in a way that writing never can, right? When you can see things, when you can um, see people, uh, just there's an emotional aspect to it. So I think it's fantastic. Um, and it's challenging because it's, it takes a lot of planning and you really have to have, for us, we have to have a good partner. We don't do it in-house. And so we have partners that we bring in. Um, it's, it's a lot like the writers. So we want to find a really good fit um, or photographers. So we'll find a really good fit. We'll bring them in and work with our client in order to create the videos uh, that will work for them. The other thing we're thinking about is reuse. Whatever we do, we want to reuse, whether it's we're writing blog posts or we're creating, um, you know, other copy or we're creating videos. How are we going to reuse those things? And how can we get the most out of the time? One thing that I would like to see more often is, you know, if we're, if we're doing video, let's plan like a half day shoot or a day and try to get as much as possible out of that time together and then reuse it in a lot of different ways. Let's, let's use it on landing pages. Let's use it for trade shows. Let's use it. Let's use it in so many ways. Email, there's just so many ways to apply it. And if you are on that topic and you have everyone together, you know, that's not inexpensive. So let's make the most out of it. I swear you must have been on that conference call I had with that CMO two days ago. It's, it's <laughs> verbatim. She just, you know, did right. my spiel. Uh. So it, what is the one thing, if, if you were to, if an, a business owner were to come to you 
and you're in a casual setting, mm-hmm. you know, or if this were a friend and they were asking you, what is the number one thing that you see businesses not doing that they need to do in today's marketplace? And we can look at, you know, clientele in, in, in your majority of clientele, how would that would apply to your, that, that kind of niche? I think if I were to reframe that as the mistake I see most often. Okay, yeah. Um, is putting all your eggs in one basket. Um, let's, let me give you an example. Let's pull a story in. I was talking to someone recently, and um, they contacted me about a web design. So they wanted to redesign their website. And I thought, I looked at it, and I thought, hmm okay, what is, what is the issue we're trying to solve? And he was like, well, you know, we need more leads because our salespeople are making cold calls and I'd really like to have more leads coming in. And I actually ended up talking him out of a, a website redesign project. And later he thanked me because I you know, basically told him, I said, you know, we, you want more leads, so how are you going to get those? Um, and we talked about SEO. And I was like, oh, you know, that's like a four- to six-month process. How long is your runway? And then we ended up on the idea of a more direct campaign for him, a combination of tactics in order to create the runway for SEO to work. And then after you make money doing that, then let's talk about redesigning your website and how does that, how does that support your brand? Like, are you going to be redoing your brand by that point? Turned out, yes, he is planning on redoing <sighs> yeah. the brand later. Right. So let's just rearrange the elements and make you some money now. And then fund the website and the other work you want to do and all that content from actually, you know, getting leads in and closing some deals. Tiana, thanks so much for uh, spending time with us today. Yeah, the time pleasure. does fly. Yeah. You're right, Chuck. I could probably talk to Diana for we need eight part hours. Two. Yeah, part two coming soon to stations near you. So, Diana, best way for someone to reach out to you? Uh, the best way is go to uh, nomad.com, K-N-O-W-M-A-D.com. 